Are you looking for a podcast with some life tips? Do you need some uplifting and encouraging words? Or maybe you're looking for someone to just be a listening ear to whatever struggles you may be facing day to day. Well, this ain't it. Come join myself, Serzo, and my co-host, Poochie, as we tell you like it is and give you our unsolicited opinions that you probably didn't ask for. Whether it's about religion, relationships, the workplace, entertainment, social justice, or even baby mama drama, someone has to tell you something. Why not let it be us? Join us every other Sunday on the Lobby Podcast as we take on topics that you didn't even think about. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you once again for joining us. This is the Lobby Podcast. This is episode 13. We appreciate you guys listening to us, keeping up with us. We ask that you uh, continue to listen to us on our website, thelobbypodcast.com. Go to our Facebook page, The Whole Nine Yards. Definitely appreciate you coming. Uh, I'm here again with my co-host, Poochie. Welcome, everybody, Poochie. What's up, party people? And today we have a guest that's joining us today, just joining into the conversation. My boy Rick is on here with us. We'll say, what's up, Rick? What's up, everybody? So um, we're going to go ahead and get started on some topics today, and I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a little testy topics, but it's, it's good for the soul. So uh, what you got for us today? What you got for us? So today is kind of like a piggyback off of um, I don't know, was it episode like 11? 11, when, yeah. Um, yeah, we had some guests. We had the female guests that came on. And uh, um, the episode was kind of geared towards the female perspective. It was led by Zoe. And he just asked us some questions, kind of get, you know, better understanding the female. So we're kind of reversing it a little bit today. Um, I'll be asking the men some questions, some questions that I know the ladies will want to know. And then... I, I guess I let them ask me a couple, which I already know of my strong opinion. So <laughs> <laughs> it should be really interesting today. It should be really interesting. So just don't ask me anything that I gotta get an attorney or plead the fifth on no, yeah, no. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're gonna be honest and you know, no this is a no judgment zone. No okay. Judgment zone. Okay, we'll see. Okay, so we'll see. I mean, this is like the number one question in the nation. And it's the number one question for females because every female wants to know. And it is, why do men cheat? Oh, no. Oh, why do they, why why are they more prone to cheat than females? And when I say that, I mean like statistically. So it's not like, oh, females cheat. Yeah, they do. But men are more prone to cheat in a relationship than women and we just want to know why do you guys think that happens rick you want to answer this first i'm gonna let you be ah, the guest that's... you let rick go first ways we go with this um let me just take one way then then zoe take the other way All right. i will right. go with uh a lot of women um think they're more along in the relationship than a, than the man think he is. 
you know, a woman might think we're we're solo, we're together, you know, and the man like, hey, we just dating, I'm dating around. So he feels as though he's not cheating in that kind of, you know, atmosphere. And she feels like though he is cheating because she gave herself already just to him. But he didn't, you know, likewise or reciprocate that on his hat behalf. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Because I got questions. I got, I got, I got something to say oh, after that. My thing is, we don't come to this conclusion by ourselves. Sometimes, yes, you, you know, yes, you guys yes, can you lead us to that conclusion, and then we y'all stop, and then we just left dangling. No, no. See, here's the thing. Women, and, and it kind of pick it back off of what Rick just said. To me, women put their heart and their coochie in the same place. They're almost what? neck and neck with each what other. Happened? What happened? What? what you didn't, just because think, this is the thing, because women will fall in love so quickly or they get so attached so quickly. And the guy is still kind of like Rick said, the guy is like, okay, we're just dating. We're just having fun. We're just going out and just enjoying each other's company. And both of us have different views on how serious or not this relationship is. So mm-hmm. while you're, while the woman is thinking that we're all in, in this together and we're tight and it's just me and you, the guy's like, well, I'm just doing me. We just having fun. And he's out doing his thing with somebody else. So the women may look at that and say, well, you must be cheating. Well, I'm not cheating. Nobody said that we was just, it was just me and you. Okay. So I think that there's some, then that's a conversation that needs to be had. And I think a lot of the conversations are not, they, they don't have that. They don't have that. Okay. This is what we're doing. Let's agree on this. Like we're going to be dating. I'm going to be dating other people. You're going to be dating other people. There has to be some type of communication, some type of conversation that is there. So, and then you can't like make me believe that I'm the only one. You can't start to put me in a position and you know what I'm saying? Like you can't put me in a position and then have other people in that same position. Cause that's not, that's not how women are. I mean, that's not how women wants to be treated. And that's what I mean by we are led to believe these things based off of men's actions. Nah. Nobody's putting you in that position. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Rick. It's like women are all of you. All of of them are different. So you can go out on a date. Hey, we don't go out for a date. I don't pick you up. Get to know you kind of thing. We go out on a date. I'm like, okay, I wasn't really feeling the date, except for instance. And uh, after the date, I go out with another friend. This one is a friend, not 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 somebody I'm trying to meet. As soon as she see you there, you cheating. But there right. was nothing. No, there was nothing said that. Hey, I'm with you right now. And women go on, and then especially if you sleep with them, that's that's a wrap. She, she exactly all the assume. That y'all two are together, y'all two are, are a couple automatically. And in, in, in all my experiences, I, I see that. That's why I say earlier the coochie and the heart are sometimes synonymous with one another. Yes. But have y'all had this conversation though? This is what I'm trying to trying to get. Have you had the conversation outlining what yeah. you want in this situation? Because right now it's not really a relationship. 
So once you start using that word relationship, then at that point, the stories in our heads start to build and we start to have like that attachment. So that situationship that you want, that you want, I have to agree to it as well. And you can't lead me to think otherwise. You can't be doing all this relationship type stuff. Ain't nobody leading you to do it. Believe so. everything. <laughs> I, we don't get how we get there. Okay, the, the, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most adult guys, most adult men, or whatever case may be, if, if we're not playing no games, we're going to come to you and say, "Hey, um, you know, we are ready for this relationship to be just me and you." A, a lot of people, a lot of players are are guys that that really know to speak how they say speak the language of a female. They would mm-hmm. they would never say that because they don't want that to be said. They want to continue to do what they do, and they just let you assume what you want to assume. Yep. So, there you go. There so you go. if I was okay, so say I'm dating, or you know I'm dating, so I'm not really dating, like. What you got? I guess we're dating because we're Courtney. not in a relationship. So I'm dating someone else. You're oh. dating other people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you see me out with another man. Right. You wouldn't feel no type of way. You wouldn't have no jokes. Oh, I saw you out with your new boo, huh? Right there? I, I, type I, of ownership. I have jokes, but I would know where I was at with that. Like we already yeah, guys use we already know. If we, I see you with somebody, I probably wouldn't even send that next time. I give you that little little look of an eye or, or whatever. Don't give me no look. Don't look, give me no whatever. look. No, 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 not no mean look. Not no mean look. A look like yeah, no. see you. <laughs> there you go. You doing uh, what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. But my thing is don't be don't be critiquing my don't be critiquing my date. Don't be like, oh, this this what you doing, this how you oh, this is kind of mean you want. Because at that point. You showing like your jokes. Sometimes your jokes can lead to what you really want to say, and that could lead to jealousy. And then in our minds, we like, oh man, okay. So you can't tell me nothing because um, you said that we was dating whoever. So why are you worried about who I'm out with? Why are you critiquing him? At that point, that's when we we're building our stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, but see, just like you're doing right now, you're you're thinking that we're gonna be in this mode when we're actually not. In what mode? This mode of us maybe thinking a certain way or feeling like you shouldn't be out there with somebody or critiquing this guy. Oh, or because do we don't will. care. Oh, the niggas will. Y'all will be critiquing because it's going to be joking. It's going to be a joking manner. But you best believe y'all going to be comparing yourself to that guy. Trust and believe. I ain't comparing myself to nothing. If we have never sat down and talked about us being one on one with one another and committed to one another, then I have no room to say anything to you or compare myself to the other guy. I'm just okay. not going to say anything. I'm just okay. not. Okay. You probably like 5% of men in the world, then. Because, sorry, <laughs> right, I've had plenty, plenty oh, that makes of tip. situations like that. Plenty. Well, okay. I'm sorry for that. How, how many dates were you in at that point in time? I mean, this was like beginning stages. This was maybe like a couple of months type thing. Couple of months. They ain't mm-hmm. no. That's out. beginning stages to me. Couple of months. That's about eight dates, and that's if you dating every week. Okay. I'm not gonna see you every week. You're right. You're <laughs> right. But you know, most men themselves want to feel as though um, we we competitive anyway. Exactly. So it, it might come from a, a competitive point of. 
let me see what that guy got and what I right. So but it ain't gonna be more like, emotional. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's more. It's not even more of the comparative. It is the competitive. So I definitely right. agree with that. That's that's more the of the vibe that I'm trying to to say. Not saying that you you know comparing what he got to what you have, but it's com- y'all in competition mode. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's definitely not coming from an emotional state. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, we got absolutely no answers there, but okay. <laughs> Cause y'all are damn talking in circles. But anyway, we let you know. <laughs> What's up? Um, what do I want to ask y'all? It's so much. It's just, it's just so much. It's just so much. Okay. Knowing that you are, you have been unfaithful, right, in a relationship. This is like a long-term, a committed relationship. Not even, you know, however many months, years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have been unfaithful to whoever you you are with, and you are caught, right? Mm. Not necessarily like she caught you like in the act, but like text messages and like phone calls and stuff like that. So she's like really highly, highly, highly suspicious. Why is it that? you guys will really like prolong as long as you can with telling her the truth instead of when she when she asks this and she's telling you just tell me if you're you know dating someone or if you're you're if you're cheating on me why is it that you guys can never or men can never be like you know what I did I messed up instead you kind of like see how far you can go with it but you're still denying it but you never come clean until you're like really dead caught like in the act type thing like emotions are everywhere crying you got the girl pregnant I mean y'all go like far <laughs> like to the extreme <laughs> instead of like you know explaining it happened I apologize this is where this is how it happened and you know like yeah. I think that's I mean, regardless if you guys come clean or not, I think the the consequences are still going to be the same. But at least I think that that female has more closure on that relationship instead of asking herself what she did wrong. So it's more like a self-esteem type thing. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, in my perspective, if it's someone that I've been with for a long time, um, I'm in love with and so forth. I think you would hold off on telling her because you try your best to spare her feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing is you're trying to keep her from going crazy. And you know how the old cliche guys always say, you know, take it to the grave. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. <laughs> so, was it trying to? And you keep saying it wasn't me, <laughs> but you, the the main thing is you know you're you're trying to spare her feelings because once it once it gets out and once she gets wind of it, it's almost like even if she does forgive you, it's never going to go away. It's going to be brought up again ten years into your marriage. Mm. 
you know, you don't got had kids, got married on your 10th anniversary, and she's still going to bring it up. So it's almost like you don't want to you don't want to keep belaboring this idea of this other woman and what happened 10, 15 years later. You want it to go away, even though the woman says she forgives you. She's she's trying to move on, but she never moves on. The guy can if the guy says he's going to move on 99 percent of the time, he's going to move on. But otherwise, he's not going to say it or he's not going to stay. Yeah. So. Okay. So men that are in love with their mates, they cheat. Yeah, you can do that. So when you do that, you already know that it's going to hurt her, right? Like from the from the moment that telephone number get exchanged. Yeah. You already know because this is not a fast process. Unless you have like a one night stand and both of y'all like drunk, there is reasoning in everything you do in a normal cheating situation. The exchange, the actual dialing the number for the conversation, the actual making plans to see that person. I mean, these are steps. And you make it sound like premeditated murder. Yeah. Somebody premeditated murder. Hey, I'm going to double and and big axe in the back of the truck already. I know. Exactly. Right, so it, it is. It's like when 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 men cheat, it is premeditated. That's why I asked you. I don't think that. I don't. I don't. So, I don't definitely not because it it because it takes action and every you don't keep doing something without thinking that it's going. It's not a bad idea. Like it's a bad idea. Like you don't keep think doing stuff if you in your mind you think, oh, this is a bad idea. But I'm gonna keep doing it. It's a bad idea. But I'm. You know, like there is something there that's telling you, stop, like don't, but you continue to push until you in a circumstance that you don't know how to get yourself out of. And then you've hurt two women. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, at what point do you be like, okay, let's just stop. Does the man really, do men like really lead with their penis? Most nah, of the time. I don't think so. No, but that what what I'm telling you, they do because if you was leaving with nah. your mind, every every step that you're doing, the phone calls, the nah. dates and stuff, you're thinking about this. This is stuff that's planned out. See that that, that ain't true because if I used your analogy, then that'll mean that yeah. nobody ever does anything wrong. Yeah, and that ain't true. And, and if so we, I, we really thought about it like that, we wouldn't get caught. There you go. See, the, di- the difference is women always, if women we, are just more slick about it. That's the only thing if, different. If we think about it, if we just did what you just said and thought about what we was actually doing and and premeditated our conversations and everything, we would never get caught. We don't we don't do that. We just just go and do it. It's yeah, very spontaneous. We're about the consequences later. Now, w- where you come in at, if it continues then you have to get to like, okay, now we got to have places to meet. We, we have to right. pause at this certain time. But that's not in the beginning. In the beginning, it's just, shoot, bar is open. It's just gone. Hundreds. It's just very spontaneous. Yeah, just you there. 
See, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think a telephone like you exchanging phone numbers and you guys actually like talking every other day. I don't think that's nah. spontaneous. I think that you're you're trying to get to know that person for a particular reason, whether it's to sleep with that person or to build with that person, to leave the person that you're with, but you don't arbitrarily just meet a person and don't have like, like you're not, that you. everybody is meeting someone for a purpose in their life is what I'm trying to say. So you can't go and tell me that you guys are talking to her just because she's a nice person. Sometimes, sometimes. Man. Yeah, I think I think yeah. you're, you're not giving us enough credit. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like if if okay, how do why do guys cheat? Let's let's look at a couple, just a couple of scenarios because you is the scenarios you're looking at is like a married man at home and been at home for a while. So with yeah. that married man at home for a while, something is missing in the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why he's going out. Mm-hmm. And, and it's more it's probably more maybe it's just conversation and conversation is good and then it leads to you know the sexual activities and stuff like that or maybe it's his his wife now body doesn't look like how it used to look now Lord. Like, Preach. because now yeah. he's a better <laughs> And think about it. If that's what attracted to him to his wife was her body, you don't think that attraction is still should be there, you know, for the body. So when she don't have the body no more, his attraction for a body is still there. He can't get rid of it. No, that's I, his I thing. agree, but it, it, for me, I think that it, it should replace something. Like if if what you're saying is when you first see somebody, that body is what gravitates you to that person and then as you date she gets pregnant or something and she loses that body by that time you guys are already invested in something so it has to be her face that's going to keep you there it has to be the situation it has to be the love it has to be that child it has to be something that and not necessarily just that one thing which is the body there has to be some sustenance there if you're if you're yeah. only attracted to a person because of their body and that's the reason why you keep going back then that's the issue no, I'm saying that's why that's why the guy cheats is because of the body. Yeah. Right. I mean, and it, it, it goes another way too. Now, if the okay. female, the female that that he sees knows that, and she uses that to persuade him, mm-hmm. then it happens. Like, say for instance, if if he's like he said, wife don't have more body, whatever the case would be, and he look at this girl, he's like, oh man. You look whatever, whatever, or however he's talked to her, whatever, whatever line he gives her, and she takes that line and she uses that against him when he's gone. There you go. There you go. And that goes with communication too. You're not communicating with your wife, and all of a sudden you're sitting at a bar and somebody started to communicate with you. There you go again. And then you got alcohol involved. Y'all having a good old time, keep keying it up. And next thing you know, hey, one of them had me take an Uber. And you're like, no, you know what? I'll give you a ride home. Boom. Ah. Boom. You know what? Ah. Damn boom. Because first Speak of all, it. you Speak it into existence. even getting putting yourself in that situation. As soon as you boom. got that third, fourth, fifth shot, then at that point, babe, I need you to come pick me up from the box because X, Y, and Z. 
<laughs> There's so many scenarios that y'all can do, but y'all just y'all just want to do what's wrong or the right. crazy or things that just don't make no sense. Because the, at that point, like, like when I was going, it goes back before. At that point, it like like uh, Zoe was saying, it, it, it's spontaneous. At that point, it is. Yeah. Now right. that's why. I think, remember, I said like one night stands. That's something different. That's to me. That's not premeditated. That's something that happens now. That is spontaneous. But when you actually pursue a woman, then that's not spontaneous. But so see, basically, I, this is the eighty twenty rule. But look at it like this. I mean, you, you can get some guys that can maybe go out to a club or whatever, or to a bar or whatever. They see a chick and they may get her number and they may not call her for, for a whole month. Oh yeah. And then something in their relationship goes awry and they're like, shit, let me call this chick right quick and see what's up with her. And it's a spontaneous thing. First of all, don't call me a month later. That happens. That's that happens. Remember who you are, what you look like, and listen. That happens. Uh, Happens. I don't know. It happens. Mm. You may not be that. You may not be that chick, but they they are out there. Oh no! I I honestly think they're out there. I'm just I'm just saying, like for a woman Mm. to actually entertain something like that is a little weird to me but that's just me because I mean I'm I'm older like I mean I'm pretty sure there's some young girls in their 20s that you know have the situation but then we're talking about we're not talking about adult adult men or women either we're talking about younger people that mm-hmm. lives wilder you know what I'm saying that's that's yeah. that, that's still growing and still trying to, to figure life out so I, I expect that from them well, well, I don't. I don't expect it from no thirty-five or older man, though. I tell you this: I guarantee you, any man over twenty-five can always get around. Is who is this? Who this? Right. We can. Oh my goodness, that's not even a. That's not even a yield sign for us. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, damn skippy. So. <laughs> What I was saying is about the 80-20 rule. So I think we talked about this like in the beginning, in the beginning. 80-20. And this is about relationships in general, whether you're married or whether you're, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. You're never going to find a person, male or female, that is 100%, that you think they are 100%. It's always going to be that 20% that you will be seeking, which is the person that you're going to cheat with. While your 80 is sitting at home because that's your comfort, you're always that 20 is more tantalizing to you than your 80 because you know your 80 is there. She, you know, you're comfortable there. That's the one that you depend on. She's always going to be there. But right. that 20 is that one that you just got to have, you, you itching. So that's the 80 20 rule. Because you're never going to find that person that's going to give you that full 100. Nah, you're not. And, and, and you, you can be, you know, think you're all that and say, yeah, I got the one. She's 100% or he's 100%. Everything I need, blah, 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 this and that. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. There's no such thing. I, I just don't believe that. I don't think men cheat on the 80-20, though. I think we'll cheat on the... Um, you know, 70, 30 are definitely a 60, 40. <laughs> you're not going to change. You're not going to change. Uh, 
Fifth Berry here. You would not be changing the fairy. It's the 80 20. Not no 60 40. He lied. <laughs> well, you talking about six or four? Uh, uh, she ass out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know too many eighty twenty. That's 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 a high percentage. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't cheat on the eighty twenty. Yep. Nobody cheat on the eighty. Well, I won't cheat on the eighty twenty. I don't know about anybody else, but that <laughs> six or forty that comes into question right there. <laughs> Dude, you oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And I anyway. never marry a 50 50. Anywho, well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question so we can get one of them in here for you. All right, go ahead. So, why do women complain that they can't find a good man? Everybody they find is a bad guy, but as soon as they get one that is good, they don't know how to keep them. Well, I don't think anybody can be kept. I think that women, like you said, we are emotional creatures in general. So when we have, when we're in relationships and relationships are bad and then we have one bad relationship after another, at that point, that's all you know. So it's not that we don't recognize them as being good. It's more of, can I trust them? This is too good to be true. And they end up, um, poisoning the relationship and it may not even be intentional but when when you're used to something someone treating you bad after each relationship you kind of lose your worth and then when you know sometimes it takes and it, when that woman gets into a good relationship sometimes the man or the man doesn't have like that patience to keep pouring into that woman to get them to let them know what their worth is so you know I get it I, I get that but I think that's just really all it is. I don't think it's anything like we're sabotaging their relationship um, purposely. I think it's just more of those old relationships and those old habits are just like living and you don't know how to react when someone treats you well. It's like you don't you don't think that you're worth it or you think that it's like they have ulterior motive. So I, think I don't understand. I don't understand why women believe or have this idea that if they date a bunch of guys that are just not good, that they all of a sudden question all of the guys that follow. As if all of those guys that follow, all those bad guys are going to be somewhere in that same bucket of those bad guys. Because Every single individual is different. And I would never, if I had 10 bad females that I dealt with over whatever period of time, and then I get to the 11th one, I'm not going to put her in the same boat as the previous 10 because I know they're all different people. And I, don't, I would never think of the 11th one in any different light. So I don't understand why you start questioning and saying, is this guy for real? Is this real? Is this true? Is he really this good or whatever? Why is that even a question? I think it's more of the time spent. Do I want to spend this time? Like if I give this person my all because he is showing me that he's different from the rest, when is it, when is he going to show me his, his true colors? So I think it's more of a guard. We have our guard up. And it's not like 
again, I don't think we do it intentionally, but if I am dating someone and I've dated 10 bad guys and that 11th one, at some point I have to look at who I am attracting. There you go. And mm-hmm. I think that's why, you know, like that 11th one, it doesn't matter because if I'm attracting the same type of men, then I'm going to have the same relationship or type of relationship as my other 10. Yeah. So I think that's a, a factor as well for those that, you know, that just have bad luck in dating. I said, that sounds more like it. Just You just have bad luck in dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just something you just... <laughs> you got to... <laughs> You gotta you gotta change your standards at some point though. I think when women after a while, if these men are having these same characteristics, then it's your standards that's wrong. You have to reevaluate your standards and where you're beating these men and what you kinda like want from them. And I think, you know, it'll work out a little bit better. Yeah. That's yeah. just me though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just you. Anywho. Okay. What you got? So, if how important is it for your friends to think that the person you're dating is nice looking? Not not attractive to them, like they're you know attracted to them, but when you introduce your girl to your you know to your friends, mm-hmm. and they come back and be like. Hmm. Like, you know, she don't look like your other ones. You know what I'm saying? Does that matter? <laughs> Does that really matter that they don't, they're not, they don't think that the person you're dating is attractive? Is that a big deal to you? <laughs> well, you want this one or, or what? Well, we can both tackle it. You can go ahead and hit it up first. It is kind of a deal. My fuck, I just went through this not too long ago. Hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Bless your heart. Yeah, I just I, I don't even know how to start with that one, but I didn't say I wanted to go ugly. I just wanted to experience something different. What? <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah. So around. I mean. Oh my god. You know, when I brought her around, I was like, um, uh, that that's that's not you. You went from right. a T bone to a flank steak. Yeah, man. I was trying to try to flank steak. I wanted to make sure <laughs> Oh my god. But uh yeah, it's it's kind of but it's kind of like on the first edge, the first couple of times it's kind of like on edge. But after that, after they get to know that person that you're with, then then it's is different. The relationship is different. They're not just looking at them as a as a as a face and stuff like that no more. They're looking at them as a as a human being and as a person. So yeah. <laughs> don't go down. Think- that. Go, don't go down. You can always go up. You know, you go up. Yeah, you did it real good. You go down, it's like, oh, that ain't mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Who is that? There you go. What there happened? you go. What happened? She pregnant? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> You know what? I think it's I think it's generational too, because I think the older you get, you care less about how your friends are going to perceive her. True. Versus when you was younger, 
you know, you had to have the best thing going, mm-hmm. you know, but as you get older, you know, it, that really doesn't matter. I think all of the other qualities matter more the older you get. You know, is she a good woman and, and so forth? That matters more than versus is she the best thing that ever came around me? So I think it's kind of generational, too. Okay, so which leads to my next next question. Would you guys consider dating an unattractive woman if that was the only flaw she has out of your checklist, if you have 20 things that you're checking off that this woman absolutely has to have an attraction or being pretty is not on that list. Is that a deal breaker for you I, to I pursue just, a relationship? I just answered that. So that's you on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it, it's definitely not in the totally in the cards for me. It's not. But if she is um, like totally busted i can't do it bro well that's totally busted because there's different things because okay so women are a little bit different than men because women can and such they can accentuate what they look like they can you know get their hair done their nails done they can you know put makeup on things like Mm -hmm. that so i guess what does busted mean is it more of she has large features on her face she has a strong face no, I mean, if she still, if she still, if she still looks half decent and she has no makeup on, no extensions in her hair, all that kind of stuff, if I can see the true person for who she is, then I can deal with it. But if she needs all of that stuff in order to look good, I don't think I can do that. No, I can't, I can't do that. So if she's pretty in public, but awful when you get home, that's a deal breaker for you. That's, I, can't, I can't do that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. Nah, nah. She got to go. Okay. <laughs> she ass out, bro. Sorry. Yo. She out back. I love but y'all you, friends think she pretty. Yeah, the friends think she pretty because she made up. It's just when she take her makeup off and you see it at the house. It's a little nah, I can't do that. I'll be like, man, you wait till she get home. I'm going to tell you what she's going to look like, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you take her home. <laughs> <laughs> you take her ass home. <laughs> oh. I don't want nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I need to know what she looks like with nothing going for her. No makeup, no hair, extension, none of that. I need to know what she looks like. Yeah, if she can't pass the test at that point, nah, bro, she she done. So, have you guys like ever like went out to the club or bar, or whatever? You know, usually when you go to those type of things, the women that you meet, they are done up. Like, you know, they put their makeup on, put you know, dress nice, it's and true. so you, you know, exchange numbers, whatever, and then the next time you see them, they look a little different. Like, yes, is that kind of like a like you would just stop talking to them like all together, even on that first date? Because that's I mean that's what initially what you're saying because you don't really see that true person, especially in the club. It'd be dark too. Like I don't know. But see, uh, and I think I used this term before. I know mean, we, we used to call them strobe light holes. Yeah, you yeah. Know what? You know, so they no. look good in the strobe lights, but you get them outside of that. They through booking. Oh. I can't do nothing with that. <laughs> I can't. 
She got to go. She got to go. I can't deal with her. I got a bad story for that one, too. What you got? I don't think y'all want to hear this one. <laughs> what is it? And these life experiences of mine. So, uh, so this is a girl, like you said, I thought she was bad as I don't know what. So I was like, wow, let's meet up. So we're going to meet up, have a nice dinner. So, of course, I, I'm there on time. You know, I expect the woman to run a little late, you know, because they got a lot to do. <clears throat> she wasn't that late. She was only like five minutes late. So I stood up to you know, have her sit down. And when I looked at her, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> now, when she busted. Oh, my God. I didn't it was a man or a girl. Oh, my God. That's nasty. So the lady, there's a lady, there's an older lady that came past and she looked at me and she was like, as, as you know, about her, she was shaking her head like, no. I was like, is you shaking your head like a dude or are you shaking your head like she's ugly? Which one of it is? Oh, God. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, so I, what did you do? Did you sit and entertain? Because that'd be rude if you just got up and left. Well. You got, up and, you got your ass up and left, huh? No, no, because I'm not a oh, rude okay. I'm not a rude person. I have got up and left though, but um, this time I didn't because I I wasn't for sure. <laughs> you weren't sure what? You weren't sure the man, man or woman? I was trying to find out was the man or woman. That's what took the longest time. I was like, hurry up with the food so I can find out this is a man or a woman. Man, I couldn't see no throat. I was like, mm, mm, oh my god. But 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 hold on. Let's look at it like this though. You know, this wasn't like. Uh, a woman that looked like a dude. This was like how those, you know how uh, how you can't hardly tell no more. It's like yeah, they're they're so either she was so made up that she drew yeah, me. drag twin tendencies in like a drag queen almost like right. made up. E either she was so made up that she looked like that, uh -huh. or or it was a dude that was so made up it was hard to tell the difference. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I was like, um, uh, you have any kids? And mm. the answer was no. Mm. I was like, uh oh. Did it sound like that? No. You 30 years old, you don't have no kids? <laughs> no. Yeah. I ain't got no kids. I questions into it. Um yeah, I, I had mm. I had to get up. To okay, get up. so you said something about a body, right? So the girl's body, like banging, like I'm talking about Bernice type banging. I'm talking about like banging, banging body, but she has like really bad teeth. Is that a deal breaker for you? Don't smack me. <laughs> Bag on the head, something. Yeah, don't smile. No. I think she fixed that. But she don't think nothing's wrong. She's fine. She don't have money to fix. She don't have money to, to fix all this. We she got is who she is. Cute, cute girl. She just has a really, I mean, like, when I say jacked up, I mean, like, a jacked up mouth. Dang. Like, yuck mouth. Dang. See, now, if, 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 if we was I, talking about some teeth missing, that's one thing. We talking about yuck teeth mouth. I, I said a jacked up mouth. My yuck mouth got look like she been smoking heroin. She got that black is. gums. 
missing cracked, a little discolored, uneven. Nah, nah, I'm talking about that. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, she it's not like missing in the front, it's like missing on the side. Like nah. Ray Day missing on the side. Come on. Nah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like nah. on that side. You talking about the um after you over 40 side. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't even see that unless you're on the side of them. Mm. Nah. I can't do that. She ain't got but one good side, one bad side. I can't do that. Uh, you know she too. <laughs> <laughs> she too. Oh, I okay. I just wanted to see how far y'all was going to go. That's all. Okay. Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, time for me to ask you a question. Why do women always say that they're okay, but they're really not? That's when it comes to after an argument or a disagreement. Because they tired. But then you say that the man never shows or talks about his emotions, but then you turn around and do the same thing by not telling us what's actually wrong with you. Because I think once, once you've already, now mind you, women, we are and we're like a broken record that you not it's not no man exactly. out here in the relationship that does not know like does not hear something for the first time that makes their woman mad so when you're asking me what's wrong in my mind you should already damn know secondly we just finished arguing i just told you what was wrong with me i just told you what I needed and then you're going to come around and ask me what's wrong that means that you're not listening so at that point nothing wrong don't even worry about me I'm good that's that's how we're we're taking it because I'm pretty sure I've told you 10, ten times what's wrong but are so you still agitation and just being tired but are you still upset because the argument didn't end in your direction um, it didn't end in your favor rather even say a favor I think it just didn't end I just don't like oh I think women don't like and I'm gonna say me because I'm a woman um I just don't <laughs> like when it ends when there's no conclusion when it's just open like when a relationship yeah you can agree to disagree but at some point you know like something has to be had because what's going to happen is that you're going to have the same argument over and over and over again like it's something it has to end so but see when when guys disagree when guys disagree with a woman and we feel like the relationship that relationship but the the argument is over we pretty much move on but for some reason women find it harder to move on even though we agree that we disagree on something you find it harder to move on from that because they haven't gotten what they what they wanted out of exactly exactly it hasn't gone in their favor no, I wouldn't say. Now, first of all, I don't think we argue to win. I don't argue to win. I argue to be heard. Like I need you to hear, hear and understand where I'm coming from. That's what I need you to do. You don't have mm -hmm. to agree with me because I get it. But as long as you be like, you know what, I understand. I I can understand why you thought that way, and just leave it at that instead of yeah, I understand what you that you thought that way. But this is, but it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or either say, okay, well, this is what I thought that conversation, that back and forth, that dialogue has to happen. So if you're not giving me 
that conversation that I'm looking for, that that conversation that's going to end all things, then I feel like I have more to say. But I'm so fed up and so angry and so frustrated that at this point, I don't have anything to say to you until next week. Because we're going to be arguing about the same thing again. So long as I say I, I, you know, I, I hear you, I understand you, but That's I'm still carrying my ass out tonight. Huh? You say, what now? I said, but I'm still carrying my ass out tonight. Yeah, at that point, you know, that's how that's how physical altercations occur. Oh, damn. When you say stuff like that. Now you're going to now you're going to hit me. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to hit my ass. Oh, no, I'm not violent. But anyway, but no, that, that's what that's really what a woman a woman wants. You can't say that and then do the total opposite or the same thing that she's arguing about. That's not fair. But I heard you. No, you don't understand me because you're no, I heard you. the same way. I understand you. I'm just Mm-mm. not going to do it. Mm-mm. See? That's the difference. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And, and that's what frustrates us. And then when you say that, at that point, I'm checking out. <laughs> that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm checked out. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What we got? We got another question. What are we going to do? It's, it's, yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, move on to your next two. See what you got going on. Um, do I want to ask y'all? Cause y'all be crazy. I don't even. I don't even know. Cause y'all been having some crazy answers so far. Look. <laughs> okay. Look. Now this this is a question that Zoe you asked um in the last segment that we had with um our guest. Michelle, me and Michelle. Mm-hmm. So this was and this was this was highly controversial. And I think Mona, I think Mona might have been, I'm not quite sure. Mona might have been there. Mm-hmm. But do you guys feel like it is okay to be a stay-at-home dad? <laughs> <laughs> like you have no job. You just you you cook the dinner. You know you do everything that you know uh, a stay at home mom would do, and the woman is the one that works. She brings home the bacon. She's a breadwinner. Are you okay with that? Go ahead, Rick. You might be. You might. Me and Rick may maybe even different on this. Let's see. I'm okay with being a stay-at-home dad, but God damn it, you agree with me. But hold on, <laughs> but now I got some buts. <laughs> I haven't found out. <laughs> look, I haven't found that situation yet. But I have a friend, and I won't tell you what happened to him. So he's a pretty much stay-at-home um, dad. I want to call him a mom, but he's stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day we was out and. We decided to go back home. So we went to his house and his wife at the time. She was so aggressive. It was like the roles had changed. I couldn't, mm-hmm. even, couldn't even look at him the same no more. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, when he came in the house, it was like he did put on the, the little robe and the, the thing. You know what? He was like, the slippers. He was sitting there, you know, he was like, boy on oh boy, you know, us boys together, we're sitting there looking at television and saying, yeah, yeah. She walks through the door and say, hey, where dinner at? I'm like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> whoa. 
Then like, hey, bae, uh, hey, bae, uh, it's, it's in the microwave, bae, uh, it's heating up, bae. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she came, sat down beside me and waited for him to fix the plates. Mm. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, so with that kind of experience, I can't really be a stay-at-home dad like that. Mm-hmm. I can be a masculine stay-at-home dad. But I don't know no stay-at-home dad that's masculine like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lose something. Something is lost somewhere. Zoe, oh uh, what remind remind the people what you thought? Well, I always I said that there ain't no problem with a man being home. There ain't no damn problem with it. If the man and the woman agree that the man's gonna stay home. And that's what he going to do. Then he can stay home and take care of the house and the family and, and so forth. I don't see a problem with it at all. None whatsoever. So my thing is. Just don't lose yourself. Yeah. You're going to lose yourself. You're you going to be just like that man that um, Rick was talking about. Because. Like. I think it's more of a pride thing. And I think that's why a lot of men don't do this because I feel like if men agree to doing this, at some point you will be labeled as lazy. Because when the kids at school, what you doing? Because when I get home and I'm coming home from work, yeah, I want the house clean, the laundry done, food on the table, all that. But yeah. then it's almost like you you're be you you're gonna be taking like like Rick said, the the it's going to be reversed. So now I'm in control of the situation. I don't think a man would want to to do that because of their pride. Yeah, like but then, you have nothing. Like you don't work, you have no income. Like you just. But you know what's look. you know what's another thing that's bad about that? What? All right, the man is still stay at home dad, right? Mm-hmm. But he still got to do the man things too. So he got to do the man's thing and the stay-at-home mom's thing at the same time. So when she comes home and he already had dinner prepared, guess who got to go out there and cut grass on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he had to do all the roles. You know, usually, you know, you have a stay-at-home mom, you know, the guy, you know, on the weekends, he don't go out there and cut the grass. He won't do the man things outside. But a woman... She's not gonna do that man side that needs right. to be right. And I, I think, think go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. I, I think that's where a lot of conflict come in at because that man has to do everything. Okay. There you go. So with that being said, right? In the typical household, when both parties and the man and the female they work, the female still takes care of the household and she works that's different like we take on the bulk even though we're both working and you have like your manly things which is like the couple things you just said mowing the lawn and taking the trash out at that point we get the kids ready in the morning we cook their breakfast we iron their clothes we wash their clothes we bathe them we you know what i'm saying like we have all of that on the left and y'all have this little bit on the right so, but that's 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 communi- that's a communication problem. Mm. That's that's not a um a, a, girl. Are you sure that's not like a cultural thing? Is this not what women 
still like we still think women's role in the relationship should be is that motherly type taking care of 85 percent of the situations with the kids and still cooking and still have having to have like sex with your man and then you know what i'm saying still you're still working you're still doing all that you do supposed to do but you have so much other stuff and i think that's why a lot of women are more stressed than men as well we feel like we have so much stress and so much things to do on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. And because the men in a situation or in a relationship, y'all situation don't change. Y'all bodies don't change because y'all not, you know, bearing any kids. You can still come and go as you please. But as women, it's a little bit different. Our whole life, our whole world changes when we start having kids and we get married. Y'all is pretty much, y'all change a little bit, but not drastic. So it's just funny that that you say that the man that's staying at home he still has to do the manly things but what actually does he have to do besides the couple things that you asked whatever the man have to do that's what <laughs> he do <laughs> he still have to do that because see some of them things are just I mean th- those things that Rick was talking about you know those things are I don't want to equate you know, cutting the grass is something that a female would have to do in the, in the house or what have you. But there are things that the man would do that the female would not do, refuse to do, or think it's a man's job to do, like mm-hmm. taking a car to go get the oil change or what have you, you know, going and paint the garage or whatever, go put a, a dresser together or whatever the case may be. There are things that the man does that the woman either can't do or won't do or she expects the man to do. So when the man is the at-home father, you know, he's going to do what a typical stay-at-home mom would do, plus those things. Where if the mom is staying home, she's going to do the mom thing minus the man thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're saying. But the thing is, the man thing is not an everyday thing. You don't cut your grass every day. You don't go get oil changes every day. You know, you don't right. get the trash out every day. Like, these are things that's not every day. When a woman is, it's something that you have to do every single day. Taking care of a, a kid, cleaning, cooking, it's something you have to do every single day. Mm-hmm. These tasks that y'all are talking about, it's like w- once a week, quarterly. Like, th- that's not significant. Like, that's but, not a significant amount of time. But the woman is not going to do that, period. You don't know. I think I've, I've done plenty i mean i've taken my car plenty of oil changes now cutting the grass no i'm not gonna do that because he gonna do that y'all gonna do that i'm not right i'm not doing it the expectation right yeah it's that it's that expectation because that's how i was brought up that's how that's what i saw so that's first and he was if he was to stay at home you're supposed to do that now Uh uh-uh because i'm see um, there we go here we go i'm providing for you at that point Right, so you're agreeing with us. The guy, guy role saves the guy role, and he picks on the woman's role too. But when a when is a woman, she just keeps the woman's role, and that's it. She don't pick up the guy's role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the guy's role is not significant. Is but, what you I'm trying to say. but you don't pick but. up. <laughs> it's not significant. What the hell wrong with you? Because it's not done every day. Hey. It's not something that 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 you have to consciously do every single day. But you don't pick it up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you don't I have to do it. I, no, I you don't, don't do it every day, but I'm you're not still not gonna do it. That's just what it is. You said you what? don't have to be done every day, but you're still not gonna do it. That's right. 
Yeah, but if I'm making the money, I'll pay somebody to do it. And still at the same time, when we get home, when the when a guy gets home in the afternoon or from work, you know, provided there's a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. when a guy gets home, you know, half the time the woman wants a guy to to take over the kids when they get home. That's right. Oh. I've, I've been no, home with these kids no, all day. No. You take them home. You take them. You take them. It's your no. time. Yo, yep, it's your turn. I've been here with them all day long. You take them. It's your you give them a bag. So now we double dipping. Mm-hmm. See, so it, 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 it can be an Achilles heel in both ways. Double dipping. But you know, if you see your your woman struggling with the kids at that point, babe, go upstairs. You've been with the kids all day. I got them. That's, well, I'm struggling with cutting the grass. Get out here and cut some damn grass. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> get the weed eat, get the weed eater get the weed okay no we, we're doing tit for tat we're doing tit for tat that's not what <laughs> that's not what relationship is a relationship is not tit for tat we do not like have a he and she. we don't do that oh my god hey front i got the back uh-uh. <laughs> there you go i need i got the weed whacker you can take it in the back go and get Mm-mm. you some right get you some <laughs> nope well y'all can go ahead and go to the grocery store i got some laundry in there that need to be done I got uh homework oh in there that need to be done. A PTA meeting um tomorrow. Um you gotta take kids to dance on Fridays and, and Sundays. Like, we got all that's that type of stuff. Oh that, we got all that. That's, we got that stuff. We can do we that. Got that's, that's nothing. Oh, okay. All right. Just know when y'all staying at home and y'all have to do everything that the woman has to do too. And I'm going out on the weekends hanging out with my girls. That's all I'm saying. As long as I get the next weekend. Uh-uh. We ain't doing that. <laughs> that's not what mamas do. Mama's yeah. job 24-7. So y'all job 24-7. Oh, my God. Plus cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> y'all job 24-8, according to y'all. Ain't it? Damn right. Mm. Work hard. Whatever. For the money. Anyway. Well, look. We had an hour right here, so we're gonna go ahead now and, uh, and cut this right here. I think we've argued enough right here. Very, <laughs> so. very nice conversation. <laughs> I think I handled myself very well for the only female. Yeah, I think you did good. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did all right. Uh, Representing for the ladies. You did good. I give you that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thanks. Well, thank Rick for for joining us today. Definitely appreciate it. Giving us your insight as well. Giving us your input. Uh-huh. Uh, had to be here. As as usual, please go to our Facebook page, go to our website, thelobbypodcast.com, leave a comment, uh, hit us on the blog there, you know, leave us some information, send us some letters, send us some comments. You know, we'll we'll go ahead and um, respond to those if you send us some. Um, definitely appreciate you guys for joining us. And again, thank you to the international uh, listeners as well. Now we had some some recent ones that joined us, so we want to thank you as well for joining us as well. So, uh, Pooch, you want to go ahead and take us out? Sure. As always, guys, spend time with people that fit your future, not your past. And with that, we'll talk to y'all in a couple of weeks. All right. Peace. Thank you all so much for tuning in to The Lobby. You can get in contact with us at thelobbypodcast.com or anywhere you stream your favorite podcast. 
please leave comments, questions, or a topic you want us to discuss on our next episode. Till next time, peace, and we love you.